Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Ram fans. This is Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at L.A. Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host, Tom, on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. Episode 253 of Rams Up. What do we have for you today? Well, we have our loop around the league, and then we have our power rankings, our updated top 10. You know, I haven't talked enough about Puka Nakua. Seems like everybody else is. I've just mentioned what he's accomplished in passing, but... It's pretty amazing, and we need to start celebrating this guy even more. 501 receptions. He's on a pace to exceed the best receiving years in history. That's Cooper Cup in 2021 and Calvin Johnson in 2012. Three of four games over 100 yards. 15 receptions in that Week 2 game against the 49ers, the highest in a single game by a rookie ever. And, by the way, good luck finding a Puka Nakua jersey What I have been told is they are gone. They are not on the shelves anywhere, not available on any online stores. I don't know if that's true, but I wouldn't doubt it. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we are in the midst of something we haven't seen in L.A. since Fernando Mania. That's right. This is all out Puka Mania at this point. And people are talking about a bunch of these rookies that are excelling. And there are a bunch, a lot of great players in this draft. Bajan Robinson, C.J. Stroud, Brian Branch. The difference is Puka Nakua, a fifth round draft pick. And that makes it even more special. Before we get to my power rankings, some spot checks on the major news services. Rams are all over the place. Yahoo had them as ninth, but they also had the Steelers 12th, which makes no sense. ESPN had the Rams up seven spots, but still only 15th. USA Today, the Rams ninth up three spots. And CBS Sports, 17th up six spots. They had the Seahawks at eight and the Packers at 11, not buying either of those. Before we get into our loop around the league, we have a lot of good stuff coming at you later this week. Our next episode will be hosted by Tom Quartz, his crossover segment with Ed Drapes of Eagles Today. I hope I'm pronouncing that one right as well. Paul Walia has something to say about Sean McVay's play calling. That's coming up in a couple days. Matt and I will have our Rams up straight up game picks. And I will also eventually share my Rams Eagles preview. Lots to cover. It's a fun time to be a Rams fan as we prepare for this Rams-Eagle game. Time for our weekly loop around the league. The Thursday night game, Lions 34, Packers 20. Pretty solid performance by the Lions who are starting to look like the real deal. I've always defended Jared Goff. I think he's been one of the most underappreciated talents in the NFL But Jonathan Vilma on the Rams broadcast called Goff a top five NFL quarterback. Now, I'm not going that far. All these years, people maligning Jared Goff. Now it's maybe flipping in the other direction. He's a good quarterback. He's very talented, but he ain't top five. David Montgomery ran for 121 yards and three TDs, which is why they drafted Jameer Gibbs, apparently and which is why I grabbed Gibbs for my fantasy football team. That has worked out okay, but not really the reward I was hoping for. Jags 23, Falcons 7. Calvin Ridley, who was suspended all last year, had a TD reception. Bajan Robinson continues to impress 105 yards on just 14 carries. The Jags, Texans, Colton, Titans, all 2-2 in the AFC South. Right now, I would say Bajan Robinson and Puka Nakua are the leaders for the Offensive Rookie of the Year. Can probably throw C.J. Stroud into the mix as well. Bills 48, Dolphins 20. Josh Allen reminding the Dolphins who is the boss of the AFC East throws for four TDs. The Bills got to Tua four times. The Vikings basically saving their season. If they had lost this one to the Panthers, wow, it would have been pretty much over. They win 21 to 13. Live to fight another day. Still not sure if I'd call them a contender for a playoff spot. Vikings took the lead in the fourth quarter when rookie quarterback Bryce Young fumbled and the Vikings returned at 51 yards for a TD. Justin Jefferson scored on a 30-yard TD pass on the last play of the third quarter. But Cousins was limited to 130 yards passing, only threw the ball 19 times. Vikings improved to 1-3. and three. Broncos 31, Bears 28. Broncos, another team that basically saved their season at least for another day. I don't really think they're going anywhere, though. Bears wasted what was finally a great game by Justin Fields, threw for 335 yards and four TDs. 
Russell Wilson had three TD passes. This would It would have been really interesting times in Denver if they had lost to the Bears, who currently, by the way, have the top two picks in the draft. They own Carolina's pick and their own pick, of course. I'm thinking the Panthers are going to wish they had that pick back. Bryce Young not looking like worthy of where he was drafted at this point. Ravens 28, Browns 3, divisional game, and the home team gets hammered. Big game for Lamar Jackson. Two rushing, two passing TDs. Deshaun Watson did not play in this game. Dorian Thompson-Robinson out of UCLA got the start and threw three interceptions. I picked the Browns in this one. If I had known Deshaun Watson wasn't playing, probably would have flipped it. We were getting mixed messages on that situation all week. The Texans 30, the Steelers 6. Are the Steelers bad or are the Texans really good? Probably a little bit of both. Houston nailed their draft. Stroud is the real deal. 306 yards passing and two TDs. Only one player has passed for more yards in his first four games. That would be Cam Newton. There's trouble brewing in Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett left with a knee injury. This is not how a Mike Tomlin coach team performs. Buccaneers 26, Saints 9. Another divisional game where the home team gets hammered. Baker Mayfield, three TD passes. Derek Carr tried to play, didn't have his best day, though, threw for just 127 yards. The Bucks on top of that NFC South at 3-1. and one. one team's coming out of this division, and it very well may be the Bucks. Eagles 34, Commanders 31 in overtime. The Eagles remain undefeated, but they've beaten the Vikings, Commanders, Bucks, and Patriots. Not quite the gauntlet some of these other teams have faced. They're a good team, but I can't believe they're happy with their play at this point. Jalen Hurts threw for 319 yards. DeAndre Swift held in check a little bit, 56 yards rushing, but that's a good commander's defense. A.J. Brown is the guy the Rams will have to worry about. Nine catches for 175 yards and two TDs. Eagles continue to struggle defending the pass, and we'll talk about that in our Eagle Ram preview. Titans 27, Bengals 3. Was that Ram game the Bengals Super Bowl? <laughs> they follow that up with this dismal performance. I did not see any of this game, but all, by all accounts, they looked pretty horrible. Derrick Henry ran for a TD and threw a TD pass. That's just not fair. Derrick Henry chucking the ball into the end zone. Chargers 24, Raiders 17. Another Charger game, another weird ending. They led 24-7. The Raiders score 10 unanswered points. Chargers faced with a 4th and 1 at their own 34 with a 3-point lead. With 3.34 left, of course they go for it and get stuffed. I was joking about this kind of stuff before the game in our game pick segment. Man, Chargers never disappoint. This stuff always happens with them. But then Asante Samuel intercepts a pass with 57 seconds left. And then on 3rd and 10 from their own 11, the first play after the two-minute warning, the Raiders with no timeouts. What would you expect Brandon Staley to call? How about a 51-yard pass completion? Seals the deal, ends the game. Gotta hand it to Brandon Staley. Heart attack city among Charger faithful once again. Cowboys 38, Patriots 3. I thought old Bill would figure out a way to keep this low scoring and close, but his offense gave up two defensive scores, and that upsets the game plan pretty dramatically. This was the worst defeat in Belichick's career. 49ers 35, Cardinals 16. Arizona actually kept it close, 21-16 in the third quarter. 
but two fourth quarter TDs for the hosts put it away. But what about that Michael Wilson, the, the big rookie wide receiver from Stanford? Seven catches, 76 yards, two TDs. He's the one that really elevated his draft status at the Senior Bowl, and it was not a mirage. He looks like a full-fledged, productive NFL wide receiver. Chiefs 23, Jets 20. So difficult to deal with Mahomes, isn't it? Zach Wilson played fairly well. Kind of feel bad for him, but the Jets are backed into a corner now. Nice win for the Chiefs, but I still don't think they're clicking on all cylinders. Something's missing there. They'll figure it out, though. Seahawks 24, Giants 3, and man, this was one ugly game. Daniel Jones basically gave the Seahawks two of their TDs, but I don't think this Giants team was going to pull out a win here regardless. Not a great showcase for the NFL on Monday Night Football, that's for sure. Matt and I had predicted this would be a fun game. It wasn't. It really wasn't. Seahawks continue their Monday Night Football mastery over the fading Giants. And let's follow that up with a quick look at the NFC. Who's looking solid in the NFC? I see the 49ers, Eagles, Cowboys, and Lions as looking solid. And pick a team from the NFC South that's going to emerge in that regard. I mean, there's going to be one team that comes out of that division for a playoff spot, obviously. So there's five teams there. Who can we be taking seriously right now? How about the Rams, Seahawks, and Commanders? And... Let's not count a few teams out, the Packers, Cardinals, Vikings, and whoever emerges pushing for a second place spot in the NFC South. But I still think only one team comes out of that division. And see you next year, Giants, Falcons, Bears, and Panthers. I'm officially eliminating the Bears and Panthers from playoff consideration. Giants and Falcons are on the brink. Probably see you next year for those two teams, but I'm not totally ruling them out now. So in essence, I would think you have five playoff spots spoken for already. The 49ers, Eagles, Cowboys, Lions, and the NFC South champion. And then three teams fighting for two spots. And, you know, one of these other teams are going to emerge and compete as well. But right now, the Rams, Seahawks, and Commanders are the three teams, I think, that will be there competing for the final two wildcard spots. Not to say the Packers, Cardinals, Vikings won't make a run as well, but that's how I see it right now. And that's why the two games the Rams have, one against the Seahawks, one against the Commanders, are going to be pivotal down the road. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. 
perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Welcome back, Ram fans. Week 5 power rankings coming at you here. And I have to tell you, the top eight, pretty clear to me. The order, maybe not as clear to me, but the top eight, pretty settled on them. Feel very comfortable with the eight teams I picked. The ninth team has no business being in the top eight, but there they are, the ninth team. And the tenth team, I have to tell you, you could pick about 12 teams, throw their names in the air, and whichever one lands first, make that team your number 10 team. And that's what I did. No, not really. I bounced it off my special assistant. We talked about a number of teams, including the Rams. But we decided to go with our number 10 team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 3-1. and one. They pretty much dismantled the Saints, embarrassed them in New Orleans last week. So you got to give them credit for that. I'm not sold on them as a real title contender at this point, but they're playing pretty good football. And by the way, the Bucks are the lone new entry into the top 10 and quickly out once again, the Cincinnati Bengals. They got no business being up there at this point. And by the way, the green room teams, the teams also outside looking in, the Texans, Jags, the Rams, and the Seahawks. Those are my next four up. And like I said, there's a number of other teams that you could talk about as well, including maybe the Chargers. I see them all. I see them all over the map. Experts really split on a team like the Chargers. So much potential, but they really, really struggle at critical times. And uh, yeah, a bunch of other teams that we could really talk about. But number ten, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. My number nine team, the team I alluded to a moment ago that has no business being in the top eight. Pretty solid number nine team, the Cleveland Browns, two and two. A lot of people overreacting to that loss. Remember, they were without their starting quarterback, started a rookie in his place. So you got to give them a little bit of a pass. But I do drop them to number nine. They were six last week. Moving up one spot, the Detroit Lions. They move up from number nine to number eight. They get the Panthers next week. They Played some pretty darn good football against the Packers. They got 10 days to rest and expect them to go to 4-1 four, four without too much trouble. 
My number seven team, the Baltimore Ravens, also three and one. Uh, they moved up one spot. Now, they travel to Pittsburgh, and if Pittsburgh's trying to get well, this is a bad week for it. Divisional matchup. Steelers probably going to find a way to stay competitive, but I think the Ravens are a much better team at this point. Not sure who's going to be the quarterback for Pittsburgh. Probably not Kenny Pickett. Even if he was healthy, it might not be Kenny Pickett, but he is struggling with an injury. My number six team, also jumping up one spot, the Dallas Cowboys, three and one. Marquee game in Santa Clara, the Cowboys and the 49ers, a prelude to an NFC championship. I hope not. I hope it's not these two teams, but it very well could be. But uh, three and one Cowboys at San Francisco, that'll be uh, the game of the day for sure. My number five team, the Kansas City Chiefs, three and one. They will likely move to four and one. They traveled to Minnesota. They dropped two spots. Yeah, they dropped two spots. They're just not impressing me. And a couple other teams are still playing pretty good football. My number four team, the Dolphins, they dropped two spots from number two to number four based on not really showing up in Buffalo. But, you know, it's a it's a tough matchup. In Buffalo, conference, a divisional opponent, a very good divisional opponent. And they didn't bring their A game, but they do drop two spots. They get the Giants, so they're probably going to get healthy real fast. That Giants team, man, that's a, a get-well card for just about anybody at this point, I think. My number three team jumping up two spots from number five, the Buffalo Bills, three and one. Hey, give them credit. They showed up and beat a divisional opponent. Um they lost at an opener uh, with the Jets, and since then, it's <laughs> they should have won that game. Josh Allen just made a couple bonehead plays. They could very easily be 4-0. And yes, they are my number one team in the AFC right now, and probably the best team in the AFC. You know, Dolphins and Chiefs right there behind them, and the Ravens maybe, but I, I'd give the Bills the crown at this point. They host the Jags next week. My number two team, up two spots, the Philadelphia Eagles, one of the last two unbeaten teams. And uh, they are having some issues on pass defense. They're not getting to the quarterback as much as they did last year. This is not the, you know, the the Eagles are not playing at the same level they did last year. That's for sure. And maybe they'll get there, but hopefully it won't be this week at SoFi. So the Eagles jump from number four to number two and holding on at the number one spot. The San Francisco 49ers, 4-0, 30-plus points every game. Uh, they've been pretty steady, the number one team, and, and rightfully so. See if the Cowboys can uh, knock them off their perch. And, hey, you know, maybe we're pulling for the 49ers, unless we think the Rams can really make a run for a divisional title. That may be a pretty heady statement to make at this point. But if you're going to concede the title to the 49ers, maybe you're asking the 49ers to deliver a loss to the Cowboys in that wild card chase. You know, it could be important. Rams will get a chance to handle to hand the Cowboys a loss later on in the season, pretty soon here, actually. But 49ers, number one team hosting the Cowboys. That's going to be a fun game. My number one and number six teams facing off. So that's my rankings. There you have it. Like I say, there's a bunch of teams right outside this top 10 that could, uh, outside this green room as well, the Texans, Jags, Rams, and Seahawks. The Bengals are probably faltering right now. The Commanders, got to give them some uh, some love. The Saints, that 
two bad weeks in a row. They, there, there's a from nine from ten to twenty-two. Not a lot of difference between these teams, in my opinion. But the Rams slowly climbing this uh, chart. If they beat the Eagles, man, you got to think about them as a potential playoff team for sure. And maybe they'll pop into this top 10 as well. That's my week five power rankings. Hope you enjoyed it. Do it again a week from now out here from Rams Up. going to do it for this episode remember you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com and don't forget about our youtube channel our handle is at laramsup.com till next time keep the horns up stay safe and have fun out there